Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for joining us here at Pat Gray Unleashed, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday we were discussing digital streaming now as opposed to the old blockbuster videos that we used to have to travel to a, you know, usually a strip mall uh and wait in line wait in line search for an hour or two to find something decent that we haven't seen as you said it was a hunt yeah it was it was like <laughs> and if you found something great that the family was excited about it was like bringing down a 15 point buck um well lump fat tweets <laughs> Sometimes I rewind digital copies of movies after watching them just for old time's sake. Aww. Right. That's sweet. Be kind. Rewind. Please rewind. Yep. Uh, Stephen Binkley tweets, We're on vacation and taking my son's golfing, and my youngest asks, How many holes are there? Uh-oh. In my Jeff best Jeffy voice, I say, 18. <laughs> they look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> We're all there, man. <laughs> we live there with you. <laughs> yep. I have to resist that all the time because I know I'm just going to get the look like, what? See, my own family. They, Well, actually, two of my family members now listen. My wife does not. Hmm. Um, and so. That's probably a good anything, thing, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably Keep is now that trouble. I think of it. Uh, speaking of 18, we are now 18 days away from the opening of 12 score and three years ago. <laughs> The Unfinished Promise of Unity. This is going to be a great museum. Uh, And you need to be here and see this. It's going to be incredible. And unlike any museum you've ever set foot in, they've been working on arranging this and putting this together for Mm -hmm. easily a year. Yeah. Got to be more than that. And every day they're out here doing something else. Yep. Getting ready. Uh, And we've got these special tours. David Barton and Glenn are giving them. Uh, just yesterday, they roped Stu and Jeffy into leading a tour. That's at 2 o'clock on July 5th. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one, and mm. there's only a few spots on this tour. Uh, so go to mercuryone.org for general admission and guided tours. June 29th, Mercury Studios in Irving, and running through July 7th. Or you can call 972-499-4747. Or just go to mercuryone.org. Yeah, it's right there at the page, mercuryone.org, the very top little carousel. Probably the easiest easiest way to do it. Uh, all right, let me tell you about uh, all the fake news pouring through your TV with the mobile phones and the computers. You might have missed some real news, like the uh, recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Uh, scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study showed was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. So the bottom line is we need fresh fruits and vegetables in our diet. And that's why I recommend that you start to take Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Um, there's no postbiotics in these. Mm, you really want to avoid the that's, postbiotic that's thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus, as I've said before, uh, it'll avoid scurvy, and that's one of the things that concerns you don't me want most. That. You just you don't want scurvy. Mm-mm. So go to BrickhousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code Pat. 
you know you're not going to start cooking fresh vegetables and eating them. You know it. It's not going to happen, right? So let's not pretend. Get one full scoop of fruits and one full scoop of vegetables. One full cup of uh, each every day with Field of Greens. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Just one more thing before we get into the meat of, of things today. And it's just kind of a personal plea on my part. Hmm. Can we please leave Aunt Becky alone now? Can, can Full House's Aunt Becky just live her life? Has, has she suffered enough? Suffered enough, huh? You know, she lost her job and probably her entire career forever. She lost her reputation. She's been brutally savaged in social media and late night talk shows. <laughs> Uh, her girls, that they paid $500,000 to get into the school, had to leave USC. Mm. So that was kind of a waste. Uh, you know what? Here's maybe the worst part. She and Uncle Jesse are no longer even together. Are you for real? Yeah. They're not together anymore. They broke up. That seems like such a strong marriage. Yeah, I know. And now she's with some old guy, some 56-year-old guy. And he's like really <laughs> so rich, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, huh. but... But Uncle Jesse probably would have gone on to a really nice music career had she had she stayed with him, you know, and encouraged him a little bit. So now USC is thinking about suing her as well. Can we can oh, we stop with the no. persecution of Aunt Becky, please? <laughs> <laughs> Some overkill on the Lori Laughlin thing, man. Is it is it just me or is it not kind of ridiculous what's going on with the yeah, I really wanted my daughter to get in, so we paid some extra money. I mean, I, I know that's a terrible rich people thing where they think they're entitled, but uh, she's yeah. paid a heavy price. It's hit or miss Jeez. on celebrity crimes and how they're uh, prosecuted. Yes. And, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, some, sometimes um, nothing happens at all. Not even right. a slap on the wrist. Right. Other times, it's something that... And then other times the punishment so just doesn't out fit of the crime. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it. It's kind of nuts. Oh. So that's just my personal plea. Leave uh, Aunt Becky alone. Leave Aunt Becky alone. Are you going to add that bumper sticker to your car? I already have, yeah. Oh, you already did? It's the biggest one I have, yeah. It's all through the back windshield. Did you did you like design it on like Zazzle or something like that online? You made your own? There's only one in existence. It's how I make my t-shirts. Yes. There's just one on of Zazzle. They okay. call me not only am I Mr. Twitter and Mr. Rap, but uh, but I'm Mr. Zazzle now because I Mr. Bumper Sticker <laughs> Zazzle. I've never even heard of Zazzle. Yeah, you design. What is that? It's just a place where you go to uh, design <laughs> okay. stuff, clothing, wow. and mm-hmm. I, I lead such a sheltered life. I don't know about Zazzle, uh, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna study up on it though. I am. You should. Uh, all right. Mexico is not releasing the names of the people who are funding these caravans, which kind of hacks me off. Uh, because who knows? I'll, I would guess that there's going to be some interesting names on that list, like George Soros, for instance. You know, and we were, everybody was so mercilessly mocked because uh, it was intimated that George Soros was one of the people funding these caravans. And the left-wing media went crazy. Let's let, let's see the list and let's find out if he's on it. 
But so far, Mexican authorities are not releasing the names of the 26 individuals and entities whose assets were frozen as part of a new probe into migrant caravans and cartel-linked human smuggling organizations. The investigation was moved into high gear this week uh, after the president put some serious pressure on them. At least with this particular tariff threat, it worked in the negotiation. This one worked. And we don't have to slap that 5% tariff on Mexican products now. Hmm. On Thursday, uh, Mexico's Finance and Tax Secretariat announced the seizure of 26 accounts, including some from the United Kingdom and the U.S., which allegedly helped fund the northbound migrant caravans, largely from Central America, mostly from Honduras. Diplomatic sources consulted by Breitbart revealed the probe is personally led by UIF Director Santiago Nieto Castillo, who directly uh, briefs Mexican President Obrador on things. Um, so I'm kind of keeping my fingers crossed, hoping we're going to see the names of these. But the freeze of their assets came at the same time as Mexican authorities arrested two primary organizers of the caravans who hmm. allegedly maintained ties to the U.S.-based Pueblo Sin Fronteras. Fronteras. Uh, Mexican authorities claim the organizers would demand money from migrants seeking to illegally enter the U.S. And sometimes up to $13,000 a person. Where are these? I thought they were dirt poor. Where are they getting $13,000 to, to pay these coyotes? I, I don't even. Nobody's ever explained that. Uh, are they getting bank loans from somebody in order to pay coyotes? Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. Because if you have $13,000 cash, use it in Honduras. That'll go a long way. I'm thinking you'd be pretty well off for a while. But instead, they seem to be paying these uh, drug cartels and coyotes uh, to get to the United States. So I'm, I'm looking up um, Pueblo Sin Fronteras. Yes. I can't do it nearly as well as you. Uh, but uh, it looks like they have uh, uh, some nice uh, connections. Let's see. Let's just read this here. PSF's executive director is Emil Lozano. I don't know, mm-hmm. left-wing activist who serves as co-pastor of the Lincoln United Methodist Church in Chicago and is okay. president and founder of Centro Sin Fronteras. Miss mm. Lozano's late brother, the left-wing community organizer Rudy Lozano, was the father of the Communist Party USA slash Young Communist oh. League activist Pepe Lozano. Love Pepe, Pepe Lozano. Right? Pepe yeah. Lozano. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyhow. Um, yeah. So they're wonderful people, obviously. <laughs> Deep connections. O- obviously. And usually when you look into this stuff, it usually winds up with communists and socialists. Mm. Uh, it's interesting how that happens. That's interesting. <laughs> Is there a number people can call, yeah, Ivan? It's, I mean, it's, it's, right, a, it's right there on the No, oh, okay. The when, when, when can people call that phone number? Door. Anytime they want to call. Oh, I'm so sorry. Pick up the phone. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's interesting. 888 <laughs> If you'd like to call in and, and share your ideas for... I'd uh, like to. When can I call? Uh, uh, anytime. Okay. You can talk about... I can call right now if Designs you have huh. on Zazzle. All right. The, yes. The rest of us could uh, maybe okay. purchase from you once you decide. <laughs> Can I talk your... about the ties I have to communists and socialists mm-hmm. if I want to? Yeah. All yeah. right. You can fit that on one long bumper sticker. Take up the entire bumper on nice. your car. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Zazzle. So uh, while all of this is going on, the Democrats continue to play ignorant and uh, and it's just asinine. 
that they can't get behind an effort to stop this uh, flood. And and we see the videos of it. We we see what's going on at the border all the time. Uh, and they and you know Chucky e. Schumer and Pelosi continue to deny that there's even a problem. I mean, most of the media is now on board with the fact that the border situation is a crisis now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as Democratic leadership, they don't seem to understand any of it. Now Schumer's old stance on the phrase undocumented workers sounds somewhat similar to somebody who's president today. (laughs) Uh, Listen to this from Chuck Schumer. Was this what? 2009 for Schumer and then 2018 juxtaposed uh, of Trump. Okay. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Now they like to use the word undocumented because it's more political. I don't use that word. They're illegal immigrants they came over illegally some are wonderful people and they've been here for a while they got to go out that is amazing Sorry, that was trump 2015 I, on that one i can't believe schumer was talking about the the use of the word undocumented I mean, he was forceful that's unbelievable specific. i didn't remember that at all that's amazing <laughs> that's amazing considering their stance today uh, okay, it's 10 years later. The, the situation is much, much worse. And yet, he's flipped on that? Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, here's uh, Schumer in 2009 and his opinion on security at the border versus uh, Trump's opinion today. Above all else, the American people want their government to be serious about protecting mm-hmm. the public enforcing the rule of law Hmm. and creating a rational system of legal immigration that will proactively fit our needs rather than reactively responding to future waves of illegal immigration. But we want an immigration policy that's fair, equitable, but that's going to protect our people. What the American people are pleading for is sanity and common sense in our immigration system. (laughs) That's the same person, right? That is crazy. Oh, wow. Chuck. Finally, we got uh, Chucky e. Schumer in uh, 2009 talking about illegal aliens and how they should be treated. Uh, and uh, Donald Trump on immigration more recently. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens <laughs> should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. Huh. You cannot huh. obtain legal status. Or become a citizen of the United States by illegally entering our country. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Okay, that is mind-numbing. And, and the reason that this is coming up with Chuck Schumer is because over the weekend, when Trump wow. won with the Mexico tariff threat, mm-hmm. Schumer tweeted out, oh, I guess uh, the president will stop talking about it now. Everything's yeah, solved. Yeah, he mocked him. Yeah. He, he mocked him. Exactly. Yeah, now that the problem's solved, I guess we won't hear any more about it. What a disingenuous Do jerk. Do you not remember who you were 10 years ago? I mean, it was 10 years ago. Uh, that's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's as if there's no record of anything they've ever said before today. <laughs> I, I, let me introduce you to, uh, I don't know, recordings, both digital and analog. Uh, we've it's, had it for some time It's now. like they don't even think they exist. I know. Wow. 
And and, and you've got a press that wow that in, plays along in large part doesn't realize they exist yeah. or don't they don't care. It just helps them. They they just ignore all of that. Whew. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, got some important news of maybe the worst data breach in U.S. history. One of the largest largest real estate title companies suffered a breach of nearly 900 million homeowners files wow so your home's title mortgage bank loans personal info might be in the hands of identity thieves so what they do when they have it is they forge your home's title so it appears you sold it to them then they'll get a loan from an online lender using your equity and stick you with the payments and then you don't know anything about this until the late payments start to show up or you get an eviction notice. There's no identity theft program or insurance program that covers you for this. LifeLock is awesome on other forms of ID theft, not this. The first 30 days after a breach are critical. So that's why Home Title Lock is giving you 30 days of protection for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. For 30 days of free title and mortgage fraud protection. They put a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And right now, when you sign up, you can find out if you're already a victim and get 30 days of free protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Love to see the fact that socialism is becoming more popular, especially among women. Mm. Why is that? Very strange. Harris Poll uh, just recently put out, found 55% of women between 18 and 54 would prefer to live in a socialist country than a capitalist one. Well, I recommend they go there and try it then. (laughs) If you'd rather live there, go ahead and do it. Um, Gosh, there's... Venezuela is just waiting for good people to come down and and enjoy the fruits of socialism right now. <laughs> Cuba, for instance, um, you know, communist China. You might love it there. However, a majority of men prefer living in a capitalist country. Mm. This is why women shouldn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke. I kid because I love babe. And I mean that, man. Uh, So, Uh respondents also disagree over what makes up a socialist political system. Universal health care is a socialist quality, according to 76%, as is tuition-free education, according to 72%. Less than half, 46%, said democratically elected governments were part of a socialist political system. Uh, that's why we keep hearing the word democracy, and that's why I keep defending the fact that we're not a democracy. Because this is how they're sneaking socialism in. Under the guise of democracy. The findings may play out in the Democratic presidential primary where candidates are trying to break through the crowded field by defining their visions for America. Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, both seen as progressive lawmakers with Policy proposals popular on the left, um, but they're essentially socialists, both of them. Sanders certainly is, and he admits it. Uh, Warren claims she's a capitalist, however. <laughs> <laughs> Could have fooled me on that one. Mm-hmm. 
But isn't that amazing? 55% of women between 18 and 54 would rather live in a socialist nation. I don't understand that. It's it's amazing and it's frightening. It is. And I just wonder if they really realize what they're saying when they answer these polls. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Especially the younger um the the younger end of that spectrum from 18 to 54, they don't know what socialism is. Many of them think socialism uh, is some kind of social exchange, like social media, like being social with other people, like going to a party. <laughs> I think that's what many of them believe, and we've proven that by asking the question. Yeah, or, or on the high end, they just think it's a utopia. Yeah. Oh, you mean everybody's yep. happy and has everything they need? Oh, that's beautiful. That's lovely. And uh, I don't know if we'll get to it later, but um, you know, campus reform went out to University of Maryland, and uh, and and students trust the the government of China over President Trump. Yeah, we should get to that Are now. Are you for real? It's crazy. Do you have any idea what you're saying? And we used to say that. Well, okay, they haven't seen the fruits of socialism play out, like the Soviet Union and communist China, when they were absolutely just communist and not a communist capitalist hybrid. But you've got Venezuela playing out before our very eyes. So uh, that should be kind of a clue to people on how well socialism works. It doesn't. But yes, students were asked uh, by campus reform if they trusted the Chinese government over Donald Trump. Here's what they had to say. Here on campus and about 100 other campuses around America, there are Confucius Institutes, the Chinese government essentially partnering with universities to, in their words, spread the Chinese culture, teaching Mandarin courses, cultural exchange, things like that. Now, 20 of these Confucius Institutes around the country have been shut down in the past few years because some people are worried that they could be um, centers for propaganda from the Chinese government. The Trump administration, Department of Defense are saying, you're spreading misinformation on campus. The Chinese government saying, no, they're not. We're just teaching culture and history who do you be more inclined to trust uh the trump administration or the chinese government chinese government um in this situation probably the chinese government oh jeez. i don't know anything about enough about the chinese government to know if they have a reputation for honesty or dishonesty um but <laughs> i know enough about trump that he definitely has a reputation for dishonesty so i wouldn't trust him i think i'd do independent research on my own the trump administration wow. is very anti-intellectual very anti like university um like calling them like liberal propaganda machines so it's like it's not only a racist attack against chinese people but it's also like um, oh an anti-intellectual attack i want to support our president obviously he's the leader of our country but i i i guess i side with the the chinese and that i don't think it's propaganda the chinese government currently has about 2 million people in prison camps, and many of them Muslims, simply for their faith. So how can you trust the Chinese government, given the fact that they do that to their own people? I didn't say I would trust I didn't say I I would like to trust them. How can you trust them at their word in this situation? This is a government that routinely imprisons its own people, denies basic human rights, basic free speech rights. So can we really trust them? What would be your response to those people? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Hello. I think I would say that... I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's just painful. That hurts. It's just painful. And fortunately, there's more. Oh, good. Yeah, there's there's more. 
I think cultural exchange is always positive, and being afraid of Chinese propaganda sounds like absolute bull****. So that's okay. just racism. Can we trust the Chinese government when they do horrible things to their own people? Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, I wouldn't Isn't even it? know how to answer it, but um, <laughs> give it a shot. Here we go. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Can <laughs> uh, we trust okay. the Chinese government? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's more so trust towards the Chinese government. I think it's more so trust towards like our towards school and like, um, uh, and like just that mm -hmm. it just w w like we wouldn't let it be taken that far. Do you think the Confucius Institutes should be allowed to stay, oh, or do you man. think that the security concerns are valid? Uh, I think they should be allowed to stay because it's yeah. like a cultural thing. There you go. I think that the Trump administration is doing this not like to look out for like our like the schools and like the and like, or, like the organization. Like you know, and like just for its own benefit, not so much ours. So like, I'm a huge, huge advocate for cultural exchange and diversity, and oh, good uh, making that's great. sure that we all understand the world around us, not just oh, in our own communities, but others as well. As a melting really pot, wish you, did understand the you world, need to world be you. more aware of other cultures as well, uh, not. Just, uh, okay. you know, culture. I just think that it's impossible uh, for like propaganda to spread into a campus. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, you don't? The indoctrination is complete. Seriously, <laughs> we're in good hands mm -hmm. with the next generation. I personally believe. Wow. Uh, and I think now you understand how that poll is. Uh, Heaven help us. Socialism is uh, spreading yep. as far as acceptance in America. Yep. Yay. Okay, because these kids have been taught. That above all else, mm. diversity is what we should be worshiping. Above all else, yep. diversity and uh, cultural exchange and being accepting of everybody's culture. So if it's Chinese, it's got to be good. <clears throat> it's got to be good because it's a minority in the United States. Mm -hmm. It's a majority as far as worldwide, uh, but uh, it's, a, it's a minority in the United States, so it's obviously good. And we need to accept everything they send our way. Yeah, I think you got a couple things working oh there. Oh my gosh. You've got their um, need for inclusion and diversity, just like you said. And at the same time, they hate everything Trump-related. Yeah, they no do. No matter what. Yep. So, I mean, you, there's no chance there. Oh, there's geez. no chance there for any kind of common sense. That's just shocking and horrifying. Uh, <laughs> man. And a happy Tuesday to you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, great things are going on in China right now. Um, mm -hmm. In a sermon, the pastor of the Hawaiian megachurch shared an experience recently that he had on a trip to China where the church went to train some leaders. And on that particular trip, he brought up 22 Christians from the Hunan province who rode 13 hours on a train to attend the leadership training. They sat in a 700-square-foot hotel room with no air conditioning or couches to sit on. Um, and the pastor led the gathering, and uh, he asked them, uh, if, we, if we get caught, what will happen to me? Well, you'll get deported, they told him, in 24 hours, and uh, we'll go to prison for three years. For, for, for meeting for as Christians. Christians meeting. Yeah, for meeting group. as Christians. Okay. But they but the, the students, at least the University of Maryland, trust the, the wow. Chinese government that would do this to their citizens yes. over yes. President Trump. That's okay, right. Got it. That's right. Uh, shared while they indeed confiscate any Christian material, people smuggle in scripture written on paper and hide it from prison guards. 
And she said, that's why we memorize it as fast as we can, because even though they can take the paper away, they can't take what's hidden in your heart. That's amazing. This is what they have to go through in China to be Christians. To just study the word. (laughs) Um, And by the way, uh, Muslims, in some cases, have it even worse because they're ending up in, uh, in labor camps. Yep. In concentration camps, essentially. But China is that great, you know, beacon but, of how yeah, but communism I, can work. Right. And I know? don't want to disparage their culture. I, I trust their culture because I trust culture over yep. over anything American. Anything. I mean, obviously, American is bad. and c- This is Chinese, so it's got to be good. Yeah, but there's Christians, right? so yeah, yeah they that's don't care right. either. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about the TAC Pack. Uh, it's the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, and Second Amendment enthusiasts. For just $49.95 a month, they ship you at least $100 worth of gear. From companies like 511, Hexmag, Mission First Tactical, Armaspec, and America Grip, to name a few. They ship out AR-15 parts, EDC tools, knives, cleaning kits, and a mix of other tactical gear and apparel right to you. If you sign up today, you'll get the June Tack Pack, which is worth $115 and comes with U.S.-made AR-15 parts, Two goodies from Breakthrough Clean Technologies and what's guaranteed to be your new favorite pocket knife and a lot more. Plus, when you go to TACPAC.com, you'll get all of that, the June pack today, and uh, you'll get a free SOG multi-tool. Go to TACPAC.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Pat Unleashed, uh, Just Too Mucket Fudge tweets, Jeez, uh, Pat, could you have broken it to us a little slower about Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse? Oh, yeah, I apologize. Sorry uh, about that. I was, I was, uh, I should have reeled you in. Yeah. But uh, you wanted was to share the soul news. soul crushing news that maybe just threw out there a little too quickly. She left him. Yeah. yeah. Or he, her. I, I really don't know the specifics of why the breakup, just know they broke up. Okay. And she's married to some old guy now. Uh, poor Aunt Becky. You know, what is she, 20, 25, 26, something? He's 56 years old. He's rich, though. Don't forget. Yeah, he is. So, yes, he is. So she's got that going for her. Sure does. Stu Madursky tweets, uh, looks like someone else really did want Jesse's girl. Yeah, <laughs> see? <laughs> hey. Uh, airline Cow tweets, uh, tonight, tonight, on a very special full house, Aunt Becky is arrested for bribery. And Michelle says, you got it, dude. <laughs> That's tonight? Yeah. On a very special full house. All right. Yeah. Can't wait. So, Set my VCR for that. Looking forward to that. Yeah, you got your VCR recording on that? I'm, just, I'm living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coffee Lover M. Uh, first, he was Mr. Twitter. Now, Mr. Zazzle. Pat's like the metric system. There's no way who, to know who he'll be tomorrow. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, that's because I'm just so diverse. I am uh, so multi-talented. Uh, Anthony John 171 tweets, people ask me all the time, like, how do these like dirt poor migrants get the money to like pay for these coyotes to smuggle them across the border? Well, like, you just pay for them. <laughs> you just do. That's all. Get a, I get a kick out of these people who say, how are you going to pay for it? You just do. You just do. 
That's all. <laughs> it's just not hard. You just do. All right. If you owe thirteen thousand dollars to a coyote, you just pay it. <laughs> and you're dirt poor, and you got no food to eat. And people say, "Well, where are you going to get the money?" That's stupid. I- I'm just going to. Okay. I just do. I'm just going to pay them. <laughs> so easy. Oh, oh man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yeah, she wants a pay raise too, by the way. AOC. Yeah, but the yeah, I noticed that. I'm not gonna do. Why? Why can't she make what everybody else makes? Wow. You know, a living wage. <laughs> she makes enough to live in a luxury apartment in D.C. and yet she still wants more pay. She's making one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year now. I can't. One hundred and seventy four thousand a year, and she thinks Congress needs a pay raise. First of all, Congress can't vote themselves a pay raise. They'll have to vote some other Congress a pay raise. Um. I, I forget how long the time period is. It's the next term. It's just the next term. Yeah. Well, that's that's stupid. Because, <laughs> of course, you know you're going to be there in the next term. Almost nobody ever loses once mm-hmm. they're in. Yeah, although, um, you know who is uh, challenging her is uh, Mark Levin's uh, Mr. Producer. Okay. What? And really? so he tried to get her to debate uh, over the weekend oh, wow. at a parade. He walked up to her, introduced himself, and she just ran away. She just would not even give him the time of day. That's great. So uh, anyhow, I'm hoping that she she would end up paying uh, his pay raise, uh, you know. Yeah, but, that'd be great. Uh, but I guess Pelosi took it off the table and they're not even going to do that right now. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, so it's already so over. It's AOC against the world, Pat. Oh, man. <laughs> She's fighting hard for us, though. She's, well, I mean, right. not us, but her. She's fighting hard for herself. That's mm-hmm. great. And I thought $15 dollars an hour was was uh, what she wanted everyone to have. <laughs> well, she does. Right? Other people. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. Other she people. wants other people to have oh, 15 Oh, like a bucks good little hour. socialist. Got it. Right. Okay. Understood. Because 15 bucks an hour is what? I don't know. $25,000 a year, something like that. Twenty to 25000 a year. Boy, you're asking me. 30 Mr. I don't Calculator know. over We'd here. We'd have to figure it out, but... <laughs> So let's do 15 times And, and she's only making 174, 52. so which is greater? Mm-hmm. Yep, so 15 times 40. Yeah, 31 tw- times 52. $31,200. $31, Why isn't that good enough for her? It's good enough for everyone in her district. <laughs> That's amazing. Ugh, socialists. So bad. Um, oh, by the way, there's another discrimination suit filed against the Masterpiece Cake Shop guy. This poor guy. Jack Phillips. He's the one who would not do a cake for... For the same-sex wedding. And he's been persecuted for it ever since. Attorneys for a Denver woman greased the pan for yet another legal battle against uh, against him. It's already been burned by a series of civil rights lawsuits. Jack Phillips, uh, of course, this was clear back in 2012 when he refused to bake a wedding cake for Charlie Craig and David Mullins. Um, because of his religious beliefs. So that case went through the court system, and it wound up a year ago in a 7-2 decision in his favor from the Supreme Court, partial, kind of in favor of him. The justices didn't rule on the larger issue of whether businesses can uh, invoke religious objections to refuse service to participate in same-sex weddings. But it did decide the bakery owner had been subjected to anti-religious bias by a state civil rights agency. So, I, I wish they would have taken care of this. I don't know why they didn't, but they didn't. And so, here he is again. Mm-hmm. And now, Autumn Scardina has filed... She filed a previous lawsuit against him following her request for a cake. I mean, you know he's not going to do it. 
He's already been sued for this. He's already said no to this. And then somebody else comes along and does the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's harassment now. It really it's is. It's persecution now. So she, she placed an order the day of the SCOTUS ruling. Um, her order for a cake celebrated her gender transition. Wow. So transitioning, I don't know, either to female or from female. I don't know. Like two female. Two female from a guy, so she's now a woman. That's great. And she, everybody must be forced to celebrate this transition yeah. with her. Yes. Whether you agree with it or well, not. Are you not celebrating right now? I'm so excited for her to become a woman instead of a man. I'm just, I'm thrilled yeah, for her. I'm going to make sure I celebrate that. I'm so having that, uh, a party in my mind right <laughs> are now. Are you? Yes. What's her name? Autumn? Yes. Autumn Scardini. Scardina. Okay. I'm going to save the blaze some trouble. Happy transitioning, Autumn. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the second round was dismissed. They disregarded Miss Scardina and the merits of her claim. The newest lawsuit claims Phillips discriminated against Scardina and used deceptive and unfair trade practices. It's a cake shop. Leave him alone. He bakes cakes. Stop it. Stop this madness. Please, can we stop the madness? The dignity of all citizens in our state needs to be honored. Masterpiece Cake Shop said before the Supreme Court they would serve any baked good to members of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. <laughs> it was just the religious significance of it being a wedding cake. We don't believe they've been honest with the public. Shut up. Shut up. In the complaint's text... Scardina's attorneys cite testimony in previous court proceedings. Mr. Phillips, for himself and on behalf of Masterpiece Cake Shop, confirmed that they would happily make the exact same cake request uh, by Ms. Scardina and for other customers. Did they? Did he actually say, I will happily, I will happily participate with my company in somebody's transition to another gender? I, I don't believe you ever, ever said that. I seriously, this is just plain persecution now. This is just religious persecution. Go to a different cake shop, they'd be happy to do it for you. Why does this guy have to be forced into baking? This is such insanity. Shouldn't have to do that. Actually, it used to be that you could re- you could refuse service. Mm-hmm. We were res- we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Anyone. Well, Okay, uh, I guess that certainly doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. Pretty obviously, you can't you can't re- refuse service to anybody. And if word gets out that you're refusing service to people, mm-hmm. then then you suffer the consequences in a free market. That's that's right. the free market, right? Word spreads that that's if, how it should work. If he's baking cakes in in a in an area where the clientele is predominantly gay and he refuses to make them for their weddings, then I guess word gets out in that community and he goes out of business because people stop shopping there. Well, mm-hmm. then I guess he has to move to a community where he's mm-hmm. accepted, where he is accepted. I don't know, man. That's not the case anymore, however. No. Just, it's just not. You know, maybe he should move out of Colorado. He shouldn't have to. Uh, but if you're looking for a realtor <laughs> <laughs> and you want to move out of that Mr. area. Mr. Transition. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
then you might you might want to get a hold of uh, nice the, the great realtors at realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> we put together a really good team here because buying and selling, it's really complicated process. It's hard to navigate sometimes. And so you want a realtor who's got a track record, a long track record of success. And they don't do it part-time. They're not inexperienced. They've been doing this and they're committed to it. Plus, they know the market. They know the, how to value your home, where you should price your home so that it'll sell fast. And they're fans of the show, so they got a lot in common with you. They're, they're not going to say, you know what? I think all cake bakers should be forced to bake whatever cake people want them to make. Even if they don't want to. Even if there's a religious objection. In fact, I think they should have to be forced into actually marrying. Wait. Into, like, marrying a, a homosexual. They should become a homosexual and should get married to another homosexual. They should be forced into that. Huh. Okay. Because they're fans of the show, you probably <laughs> won't hear that. <laughs> so go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> nice segue. Beware. <laughs> Pat Gray is unleashed. Also, uh, Chick-fil-A, despite the fact that they're closed on Sundays, speaking uh-huh. of religious beliefs. Yeah, and they hate gay people, right? Right. That's yeah. what I've heard. Oh, man. Like uh-huh. crazy. Man. <laughs> Haters. They don't. They actually, uh-huh. what the owner did was support traditional marriage. I don't believe you even said anything about same-sex couples. Okay. You said traditional marriage. I heard union of hatred. Yeah. Is that what you heard? That's what I heard. Okay. Okay. Um, but Chick-fil-A has become the third largest restaurant chain now, despite the fact that they're closed on Sundays. That maybe, is fascinating. Maybe because of the fact that they're closed on Sunday. Um, Chick-fil-A, often targeted by the left, is seemingly thriving right now. CNBC reported May 8th that the chain is on pace to become the third largest restaurant in sales this year, passing Subway and trailing only McDonald's and Starbucks. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's amazing. Huh. I wouldn't even have guessed uh, Starbucks Starbucks was in the same category as McDonald's. Would you put them in the same? I don't know that they're being listed as a restaurant. I think just as a business. Yeah. Right? Just number of The third largest restaurant. That's it's. Oh, that's what it says? Restaurant? Yeah. Okay. That's well. what it says in sales. Huh. Chick-fil-A stands out largely because it's avoided any major menu renovations. Um, like McDonald's and Burger King. It just pretty much stick by their menu what they do best and that's kind of i don't know chicken sandwiches <laughs> what we <laughs> and do really delicious milkshakes mm-hmm. a lot of people like the waffle fries i'm not a huge fan i usually avoid the fries when i go there uh but man there's no better chicken sandwich in the world chicken too tasty chicken too tasty I said it before we'll say it again <laughs> Uh, chick-fil-a will reach number three despite all the controversy and despite the fact that it's closed on sundays that's really cool. Uh, Chick-fil-A founder, Truett Cathy, decided to close on Sundays in 1946 when he opened the first restaurant in Hapeville, Georgia. According to the Chick-fil-A website, having worked seven days a week in restaurants open 24 hours, Truett saw the importance of closing on Sundays so that he and his employees could set aside one day to rest and worship if they choose. A practice we uphold today. Huh, what a concept. Six days you work, and then on the seventh, 
you rest. Did he come up with that on his own? Uh, no, I, that's not like I the, think he heard it Chick-fil-A somewhere. handbook. Uh, I, yes, but I think he got it from somewhere else. Uh, I don't know where. Huh? I mean, it sounds it's an interesting concept. Familiar. It does. Yeah, but yeah, I, does. I'd have to. I'll Google it after the show. <laughs> Google that. Despite being open only six of seven days a week, we've been able to consistently generate more sales and competitors who are open every day. And I do think customers appreciate our policy. I know our employees do. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That is awesome. Chick-fil-A is a really cool story. Yeah. And, you know, as much as the left hates their guts and they're trying to shut them out of certain airports and certain communities, isn't it San Jose or something that's trying to keep them out? San Antonio was. uh, Ridiculous. San Antonio. I think San Jose uh, did the same thing. Really? Yeah. And then Greg Abbott and the legislature stepped in, passed a law, and said, uh, no, you're a government facility, and mm-hmm. you will not be banning uh, businesses based on what is believed in this case a religious uh, intolerance city council. That's great. <clears throat> Good. Uh, but what a great – because the left hates their guts, and they started that boycott, and so conservatives <clears throat> specifically launched that effort – to go to Chick-fil-A. Do you remember that a few years yep. ago? Mm-hmm. And people did in droves. And then they found out, hey, chicken too tasty. I'm going to go back. <laughs> and they do. And they go all the time. I'm still waiting for the this, the lone story of a gay individual <clears throat> being treated poorly at a Chick-fil-A restaurant. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It's literally the only thing that the complaint against them is that they support traditional marriage. Right. It's not like, oh, there's a system of harassment every time someone wearing a gay never. pride shirt walks into a Chick-fil-A. You've never heard that. Never. So stop it. Also, this is kind of a cool story for Wendy's, which has obviously been passed up by Chick-fil-A since they're not in the top three anymore. Or four, for that matter. Um, according to a, uh, an article published on Live Action, Wendy's has uh, adoption on its mind over abortion. They're standing up and promoting adoption over abortion that's cool according to the family council some of the companies that wide widely support planned parenthood include etna clorox deutsche bank mondelez international nike starbucks united airlines and more mm. oh this is great in may netflix employees donated at least that's employees though uh donated at least twenty thousand dollars to planned parenthood Netflix announced it would be reconsidering filming in Georgia as a result of the state's new heartbeat law. All right, whatever. Through Wendy's Wonderful Kids, a program belonging to uh, the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, children who belong to a group considered more difficult to place are given a leg up in achieving adoption. That group includes those children who are older, have special needs, or are part of a sibling group. These kids are able to engage with Wonderful Kids program to find loving homes using evidence-based, child-focused mem- methods. So Wendy's just kicked off a new initiative in May called uh, The Cause Cups, which features a snap code that allows customers to donate $5 to the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption through a simple and uh, efficient click of their smart device. Oh, cool. So you just kind of use QR your smartphone. code on your phone. It's really cool. Side of the cup? Yep. That's pretty cool. See, that's what it looks like right there on the, the cups there. So That's really great that yeah. Wendy's is doing that. Making it really easy cool. for people to help out. <clears throat> Instead of trying to kill more children. 
Yeah, I imagine that. There's another yeah. way? Huh. You who, can do something besides kill the kid? Who knew? I yes, thought that you, was the only option. No. If you don't want the child, now you do have to carry it for a while. Okay? Uh, oh, so but there's then, a catch. There's always as, a catch, Pat. As soon as the baby comes out, you can give it away to somebody else. And Wendy's is helping you with that. Okay. And that's pretty great. That's nice. And that's because what... Um, Thomas, right? Uh, Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas was adopted himself. Yes. Yeah. Really Very cool. Seemingly a really good guy mm. uh, while he was alive. Yeah. We we lost him. Is that right? We lost him. Oh. Should have broken that to you a little more sure slowly, should've. too. Sure should have. By the way, Dave Thomas, not feeling very well. Is that right? Yeah, he's dead. Should we send him a call? He's dead. Oh. Uh, 888-900-3393. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? If ever. I mean, if they itch or you have some pain there, you just feel plugged up. I hate that feeling. There's a great solution, though. It's Wax RX. It's physician-developed. It's safe technology. It removes wax buildup and then soothes your ears with a pH condition formula. Try the Wax RX system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout, and they'll ship it to you for free. Finally, it's a great solution for stubborn wax buildup in your ears. Use WaxRx.com, offer code radio. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter, Brent out of shape tweets. Uh, we were as far as the uh, uh, campus reform, mm, University of Maryland kids. Yeah, Ask where they were asked yeah. if they trust uh, the Chinese government over Donald Trump, and they all chose, of course, the Chinese government. Uh, Brent out of shape tweets. Uh, would anyone be surprised if these Maryland students trusted the Chinese government because? They're imprisoning those hateful, bigoted Christians. There you go. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Uh, the Pickled Squirrel tweets, If your school turns out vapid people who overuse the word like, then yes, I am anti-university. Um, like, whatever. <laughs> Boston University, we're looking at you, too. <laughs> uh, the Steve42 tweets, I personally believe that U.S. students support China because... Some U.S. students don't have maps. <laughs> so, so, that, of course. Let's wait for the audience. Good crowd. Calm down. Uh, Kate Payne tweets, I might need a cake made for my marriage with Chick-fil-A. Is that, it's that kind of love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I feel your pain. I do. I feel that kind of love for Chick-fil-A. Uh, Kara3022, I'm curious, can a company even have the sign, no shirt, no shoes, no service posted anymore? Mm. Wouldn't surprise me if the answer was no as well. I haven't yeah, seen, I, I haven't I don't seen think one of those so. in a while. I haven't either. Mm. And you don't see, we reserve the right to refuse anyone service because they can't. <laughs> they can't do that. That's right. So you might as well not waste the sign. Uh, mean Tweets of Helena tweets out, uh, we should all celebrate. Pat is Mr. Transition. Thumb up him and everything like such as. <laughs> you know, I Did you said, call me Mr. Yes, Transition? Yes, I called you Mr. Transition. As okay. soon as I said it, I thought, no, I should have said yeah. Mr. Segway. Okay. Would yeah. have been a little bit uh, 
Less double entendre there. That's nice, though, that you know, Mean Tweets of Helen is willing to yeah. celebrate my transition. Yeah, you, That's nice. You slid into that uh, live And thumb nicely. up me and everything like such mm. as. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of references to Miss uh-huh. South Carolina from 2007 <laughs> today. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. A gender transi- transition cake sounds like a cake that turns into a pie after you blow out the candles. <laughs> That'd be a great cake for my liking. Oh, I, yeah. I like wait, pie way better than cake. But hold mm. on. So mm. you blow out the candles on the cake, then it turns into a pie? You don't get to eat any cake at all? No. It just poof? I don't know, man. I, I don't, don't know. Jiff, I want both of them. I know. <laughs> cake and pie. Um. All right. This what are we looking for? Huh? Something fun? It's wet my appetite for uh, oh. I personally <laughs> believe <laughs> that, that U.S. Americans mm-hmm. are unable, are to, unable do so. to do so. Because, because uh, some, some people out people there, out in, there our nation in our nation don't, don't have maps. maps. And uh, mm-hmm. I believe that our ed- education, like such as in like such South, as Africa, South Africa and uh, the, the Iraq, Iraq, everywhere like and such as. Everywhere and like such as. I believe that they should. <laughs> should uh, our education our edu- over, here, over here in the U.S. Should, in the US help, should the help the U.S. Help the US. No, help South no. Africa. South Africa, we should, should help the Iraq, the Iraq and, and the Asian countries. So we will be able to build up our future. Because those are those are the poor companies, uh, countries. I almost said it should help the U.S., but then I realized, no, it's too yeah. rich. The U.S. is too wealthy. Let's go South it's got to help the South Africa and the Iraq. Yeah, she and referred the Asian to countries. Iraq as the Iraq. The twice. Iraq. And everywhere like such <laughs> as the Iraq. Why would you say the Iraq? I don't know, but she was adamant on putting <laughs> the in front of she Iraq. Was. She meant it. And you know she meant it because she did it more than once, so... Uh, and she did it like every everything like such as. And so she didn't win that contest that particular night. She did not That's, come out the champion. This, no. That is surprising. That's crazy. Just in the entertainment category, she could have done It was really all well. political. You know, that's what it was. It was all political. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, all right. Imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of people who, uh, you know, have a lot in common with you. Like their thirst for history and love of the country. And, of course, everybody likes gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, or just relaxing by the pool. So uh, this is going to be some kind of cruise. And, of course, Glenn will be on it uh, telling historical stories. Bill O'Reilly, Stu will be there, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin. All on a 14-day adventure next spring, sailing the eastern Mediterranean. You'll visit Italy, go to Venice, go to Croatia. We're crashing this party. Uh, you and me, babe. It is possible we're going. <laughs> it's possible. It's just not likely. <laughs> uh, Jerusalem. You can go to uh, Athens. All of these great places. Uh, this is just a phenomenal cruise. Just fantastic. So if you can, bring your kids, bring your grandkids, and share this amazing experience. Uh, visit ComeSailAway.com. You can find out all the details on this and check out the different packages available. It's comesailaway.com. That's comesailaway.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, I, I was just seeing where is uh, Kate Upton now? Caitlin Upton, the uh, oh yeah, Miss South Carolina. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Most recently, Upton reported herself as selling real estate in Brentwood, Los Angeles. She's a real estate agent. Huh. <laughs> How about that? There you go. She did have, like when we were doing Pat and Stu, and we, she actually mm-hmm. agreed to come on at one point and then opted not to. 
Uh, I th- <laughs> she might have discovered some things about the show that uh, involved her, and maybe she, <laughs> she wasn't as excited as she otherwise would have been. Um, wasn't she doing some kind of? Uh, she was on some. Maybe she was doing a a blog, or she was doing a. I don't know. It seemed oh, like some an internet, internet thing. Internet show of some sort of like. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Maybe that didn't work out for her. Too bad. And she was going to get great promotion on Pat and Stu. She, she would just come on. Yeah, we would have promoted and somebody everything. Somebody got a hold of her. Promoted everything like such as, and she she didn't uh, she didn't opt to do that. So hmm. whatever. Opportunity lost, and now you're uh, out there in L.A. selling real estate. Yeah. So could have mm-hmm. had your show take off, but oh well. Um, this is kind of weird. A mysterious large mass was discovered on the moon. And nobody knows what it is or from whence it came. Oh, boy. Large mass of unknown material has been discovered on the largest crater on the moon. And scientists just don't know what it is. It was um, published April uh, in an April study in the journal Geophysical Research Letters, which I never miss an episode. Did you get the shoe phone? Yeah. Yes, and the toaster oven. And the to- you got both yeah. of them when you ordered that? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Researchers believe the mass could contain metal from an asteroid that crashed into uh, the moon, which resulted in the aforementioned crater known as the Lunar South Pole 8 Basin. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, that, that place. That's what I call it all the time. You see the, uh, see the Lunar South Pole up there, the mm-hmm. Aitken Basin? I'm always pointing that out to people. Yeah, there's something up there. We just don't know what it is. Imagine taking a pile of metal five times larger than the big island of Hawaii and burying it underground. That's roughly how much unexpected mass they detected. Hmm. Hmm. At roughly 1,550 miles in diameter, the lunar South Pole stretches across about one-fourth of the moon. The moon's circumference is uh, roughly 11,000 kilometers. So what is that? Is that 15 inches? Is it 8 billion miles? I don't well, know. I mean, There's you no can way to see tell. it from here. So There's it's no probably way to tell. So it must be a little bit longer than miles. 15 inches. Yeah. But probably within, <laughs> it's probably closer to 15 billion miles. Than I hate 15. it when they use kilometers. I don't know. What is that? Uh, it's probably. Hold on. Can I see this for a second? Yeah. Go ahead. Maybe it's 8,000 miles. And there's no excuse. There's no excuse. This is from Fox News. It's not like the Daily Mirror. What are you using kilometers Come for on. when you're an American news outlet? Fox. <laughs> that just pisses me off. Okay, roughly 1,550 miles. They use miles right there, and then they switch to kilometers. What, who wrote this? Why Some would you do that? Schizophrenic? Some, like... Canadian for one second and American for the next paragraph? Pisses me off. Me too. I'm angry too. You know what? I noticed on uh, same kind of deal sometimes on on those uh, nature programs I've been watching with uh, David Attenborough, uh-huh. who's Mr. Climate Change. And they'll be talking about uh, how it stretches for, it stretches out for 1,500 kilometers. And then he'll say something about 40 miles. And it's like, well, no. why? No. What? Why that's don't like, you use that all the time? See, that's stupid. That's like telling a story really in stupid. first person and then switching to third person mm-hmm. and then back to first person. No, you pick I know. A, 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 a unit of and measure stick and with stick it. with it for the whole story. We're just asking you to give us four or five paragraphs, man. Can you just stick with it for four or five paragraphs? Standard measurement. That's all I ask from everybody. Standard mm. measurement. Now I'm Done. Angry. I'm angry now. Uh, metric is so bad, they had to change it. Mm-hmm. They had to change what it's measured by. 
just recently they figured out that the oh grams the grams that we've been weighing it wrong. Our bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the sorry. Wrong measurement there. We we got the wrong thing. So we're it's all everything's all screwed <laughs> up. Well, that's what we've been telling you for a thousand years. I we just follow America's Idiots. guide, right? And everything will be all right, world. <clears throat> then all of a sudden, David Attenborough will talk about it's uh it's seventy degrees. It's so hot that uh the kangaroos must find shade for the day 70 degrees that's nice and cool what are you talking about (laughs) and then i realized oh geez talking about it's talking about celsius what is that a thousand degrees or 18 below i don't know there's no way there's no way to freaking tell (laughs) i mean based on what he has said i assume it's warm uh so maybe it's closer to a thousand degrees than 18 below but there's no way to tell so stop doing the metric stuff (laughs) Well, it was really hot, though, wherever these kangaroos were since... uh, 70 is. Apparently, and I don't Mm -hmm. know because there's really no way to know. Right. But some people say on the internet (laughs) that 70 degrees Celsius is 158 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy crap, that's not possible. 158? That's what it said. 158? Has there ever been a 158 degree reading on Earth? No, no. Hottest... uh... Hottest recorded temperature. Temperature on ever Earth. on Earth. Too many words. Uh, 134 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit. So it can't be 158. So not only is it propaganda, but lying. he's lying to They're you. Lying. Right to your face. Yeah. And he's lying to these kangaroos' faces, too. Bastards. Wow. These kangaroos aren't that tough. <sighs> I mean, they want to they fight you. Want to box you in the face? No wonder they're hacked off all That's the time, always though. angry, so If man. it's 158, I'd be a little irritated, too. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, an asteroid is coming that could wipe us all out. So none oh, of this good, will matter. Good. Metric won't even matter. Oh, good. It's about time. Roughly the width of a football field is going to pass close enough to Earth this year that it's getting the attention of the European Space Agency. Apparently, NASA doesn't care. We're not even going to look at it. <laughs> oh, no. Is this, <laughs> not is even... this story going to be in metric, too? <laughs> okay. European. So it's worthy of the attention of the European Space Agency, but NASA just, nah, whatever. We're not going to even yeah, look at it. We're reaching out I don't to care. Muslims. <laughs> we're busy. <laughs> I don't care about that. We're making Muslims feel good about themselves. Uh, you know, they invented math, right? Uh-huh. Well, so we're telling to. that all the time. Uh-huh. The asteroid is known as, uh, this is really catchy, 2006 QV89. Sli- <laughs> slips right off the tongue there, doesn't it? Wow, it's just so fluid. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of 870 objects on the on the uh, list that's being tracked. Oh, so, boy. Uh, 870 objects are being tracked right now. And this tracks all the objects for which non-zero impact probability has been detected. So if it's if there's zero chance mm-hmm. of it hitting the Earth, they don't track it. Okay. If there's any chance at all, they do. And this asteroid is ranked fourth on the current list. Mm. And it's uh, it's this has a one in seven thousand chance of hitting us. That seems a little high to me. One in seven thousand. That's not. That's not a really good comfort level. That is not comforting. And I saw another story where it says September fifth mm. is the day that it could hit. Mark us? your calendars for really? September fifth. Um, we could be impacted by an asteroid the size of a football field. I don't care for that. <laughs> I don't care for that. And at you know all. why I don't care for that? Because September fifth is the day the twenty nineteen NFL season begins. Wow. That's a Thursday, September fifth. 
That could really screw up the season. I've got that plans really to watch the Packers and the Bears. I don't have plans to try to live in a fallout shelter until this thing passes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't so, know that a fallout shelter would help. Right. I got it. It's, this thing slams into us. Yeah, yeah we're pretty no much screwed. Yeah. But so um, I looked this up. The odds of so one, one in 7,000 chance that we get impacted by this asteroid here on Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, odds of dying in a plane crash, one in five million. What? Uh-huh. Odds of winning the lottery, one in 14 million. Oh, my gosh. But odds of this, you know, asteroid ending one civilization in as we know thousand. it is one in 7,000. Wow. NASA, you might want to... Might want to pay attention. Might want to put somebody on this. <laughs> Don't trust the euros on this one, please. Jeez. Ah. That's kind of scary. So how many days are we from uh, NFL football season then? <laughs> we got four days in September, right? We got the mm-hmm. uh, 31 in August. Uh, this is Keith math now. 35 mm-hmm. plus uh, July. Mm-hmm. 36... Yeah. Or 66. Okay. So how many days are left in June? There, uh, so 66, 96. Let's, let's just stop. Let's take off today. 30 days. 85. Minus, minus 11. 85 days. 85 days. We're going with that. Okay. 85 days until the NFL season begins. We're about 79 days away from BYU-Utah <laughs> getting together in the Holy War. Uh, so that's that's what I'm mostly focused on. Uh-huh. But Green Bay-Chicago is another. Yeah. That's another big one. That's going to be a big stretch for you there. Another big one. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, if if you feel like you're coming up short this Father's Day, looking for a really cool idea, something really great to give your father, and you want to support a good Christian owned business, may I suggest the iTarget Pro system? Mm-hmm. Uh, where we live, there's plenty of places to go shoot, but you know some people live in places where it's more difficult or almost impossible to practice. So this is a great solution for you. But even if there's a lot of ranges around you, I'd prefer not to go to them and pay the range fees. Thank you. Plus, buy all the ammo that you have to expend. That's really expensive. iTarget Pro is the first dry fire training system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. And because it's a laser bullet, it's safe to use in your house. You're not going to shoot things through your furniture and walls. (laughs) Not a good plan. Yeah, or into people that are nearby that you might care about um so this uses your fart smartphone their app and a laser bullet which fits into your gun and it detects exactly where your shots land it's completely safe and it comes with your caliber specific laser bullet and the targeting system so you can start training right away and right now for father's day get 10 percent off plus free shipping when you use the offer code pat it's also available for uh 223 and 556 for you AR15 fans. Mm. Save time, save money, and you can take your skill to the next level safely and effectively with iTarget Pro. Go to iTargetPro.com offer code Pat. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and Ed Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, looks like uh, Woodstock fifty lost their location. Uh, the really yeah, what are they called? Uh, the something international. Uh, they pulled out, and so I just don't think that they've had so many problems with Woodstock fifty. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. Watkins Glen International. Watkins Glen mm-hmm. International. Yeah. The, Pulled, they're determined, but it's just not going to happen. Hmm. It's not going. I I don't see how it can. Now, two months before the event, with eighty acts, uh, and 
all these people that were planning to go to Watkins Glen now going to change all their plans. Of course, I don't think tickets have gone on sale yet, so maybe they can still pull it off. I don't mm. know, but there was 80 bands going to this thing, including some that were there at the first Woodstock, and I think Can Heat was one of them, right? Oh, yeah. Is that why we started singing, Going up the country, <laughs> baby, don't you want to go? Got to hold your nose I'm going up the country, baby, don't you want to go? I'm going someplace I've never been before. Going up the country, this song really sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's Going true. up the country, I got holes in my socks. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, did you know that I had like holes that. in my socks? Do you? I, always. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that's a terrible song. Going up the country. So why is he still around? Uh, why, why, why are they still doing that? Why is Geico using it? I don't I don't understand it. But it's a terrible song. It was a terrible band. Can't Heat sucked. Uh, they weren't good. Um, neither, by the way, was The Grateful Dead. It sounds kind of like Can't Heat. Uh, so. Oh, there comes the hate mail. <laughs> there's hate a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of dead fans. <laughs> well, they're just so passionate, the they ones are. that there are. Yeah, they're, they and are. I, and I would be passionate, too, if, you know, I had tattooed my body with an emblem from a <laughs> band and I had to live with that regret for the rest of my life, but I digress. Right. And you still follow them around 80 years after they <laughs> were even useful for yeah. 15, 20 minutes. So. <laughs> uh, Jerry Garcia's dead, y'all. Just a heads He's up He's been on gone. That. Yeah, we lost him. Hate oh. to break that to you, oh, but it was, a good, get well card. I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. Oh. I think I was in Houston when Jerry Garcia died. Right? Like early Houston, it seems to me. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's go to Jesse in Pennsylvania. Hey, Jesse, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Um, I have a solution for that asteroid. Okay. <laughs> Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. Thank you. You know, they destroyed that one in <laughs> Armageddon. Right. Yeah, track record. Right. Yeah, and you want people who know how to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't go with any of these no bid contracts. We we got guys who can do this. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, I mean they've got a proven track record of success, blowing up asteroids. Of course, didn't some of that hit us, or did it? Did it was it all blown up? Because in one of them, it was either Deep Impact or or what was the other one called? Asteroid? I don't know. I, uh, I forget yeah. what it was called. But um, in one of them, part of it broke off and still hit us. I think that was deep impact. Hmm. Uh, Bill in Kansas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing uh, good. I have a salute that asteroid. If it landed between Los Angeles and San Francisco, would anybody even notice? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you have loved ones there. Appreciate uh, <clears throat> Thanks, Bill. But some of the crazy would be gone from the country. That's that's true. <clears throat> going up the country. Have a little less crazy. <laughs> going up the country. Yes, I have the country. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Song. No, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> the '60s music. I'm sorry, it's just not my favorite because I was. Yeah, because know, it's not the '90s. Up, I, it's not the. It's not the '70s. Because it's not the greatest because decade of music the 70s, there was, which, which was, was the, the '90s. 90s. Of course, the '70s. 90s. Naturally, '70s. 70s. Uh, the 90s, 90s sucked. Mm-hmm. The, and you know it. Oh, crap. The 90s I sucked. do not know it. You got Nirvana oh, and Pearl okay, Jam and no, all Nirvana. that stuff. Don't, okay, I didn't put Nasty. Nirvana on that list. The grunge Most era. Most band of all time. Nasty. Mm, no, it gave us the Connells uh, best album, Ring. 
<laughs> gave us Better Than Ezra's uh, best album, How Does Your Garden Grow? Oh, wow. Gave us uh, wow, I forgot about U2's dogs. best sure. album, Octune Baby. Mm. I mean, the mm. 90s is littered with mm. excellent music, sir. It's littered, that's for sure. <laughs> it is littered. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you want to see this travesty in action, uh, <laughs> and you're only hearing it, you can sign up for the Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash pat, and you get a great discount. I think it's like 120 a year, but you can get it for 89. Isn't that yep. what we found out last week? Yep, yep, exactly. Nailed so it. that uh, that's a great deal, and you support this conservative cause, and then we don't have to worry about uh, you know Twitter and YouTube and Facebook banning us. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, important, important update, by the way. Yes. Uh, according to Jeffy, uh, Jeff Fisher of Chewing the Fat fame, um, he's seen every movie that's ever been printed. Small pieces hit us in Armageddon. Armageddon, that's what it was. What did I call it? Asteroid, yeah, it was Armageddon. Yeah. Small pieces hit us in, in Armageddon. Huh? And then one big mm-hmm. one in Deep Impact. So we got we got hit both times. I guess. That kind of sucks. Bad track record. Yeah. 888 Let me tell you about Riduzone. Cheryl from Texas sent this to us. I listen to Pat, Keith, and Jeffy every day. At the end of December, I, I started a keto diet. Now, I was chastised on this yesterday. I The keto diet, I claimed, was hard. But we had a call yesterday said it was great. You just have to do without sugar and carbs. So if you... It's, if that's easy for you, then the keto is for you. More power to you. Anyway, Cheryl got a lot of help from Riduzone and lost 65 pounds. So nice job, Cheryl. You might not lose 65. You might. You might. Um, but if you want help with overeating, Riduzone can do that. It contains OEA, and that sends the signal to your brain that you're full. Stop eating. Plus, it's not a stimulant. There's no caffeine in it. Just OEA. RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Get 30% off and a 30-day money-back guarantee. RidUZone.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, And it uh, Pat Unleashed. On Twitter. So, uh, hey, the uh, Golden State Warriors, mm. who I dislike with all the intensity of a billion white-hot burning suns. What a bunch of liberals from the coach, from Steve Kerr all the way down. Uh, just abortion advocates, illegal immigrant advocates. Uh, they Just everything that goes against the American way, they're for. And then there's a team from Canada. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a team from Canada. Play. But uh, that's who I want to win this thing. <laughs> But the Warriors <laughs> staved off elimination last night, uh, 106-105 in Toronto. So now it's 3-2, and they go back to Golden State. They go back to uh, Oakland or wherever they play. Without Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, that was a nasty. Again. Apparently he uh, blew out his Achilles or yes. something. That has to hurt. That's got to hurt. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But they're on the verge, and uh, they staved mm-hmm. that off last night. Uh, let's go to Quincy in Florida. Hey, Quincy, you're on the blaze. Bingo. Indeed. Hello. Indeed. Yep. That's why, I mean, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So tell us where your uh, bingo occurred. Uh, top row, all okay. red box. Right. Audio video doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, whatever. Yes. Uh, going up the country. Going up the country. Uh, mm-hmm. Number of days to the NFL season. Okay. And uh, Beto's 
sweaty, funky shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's why I sang Going Up the Country, because it was a bingo square. <laughs> why we kept singing Going Up the Country, because it was call. a bingo square. Somebody call to win. All right. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, what are you going to take? What are you going to get from the uh, shop.theblaze.com, Quincy? I'm going to get a Pat Unleashed hoodie. Loving it. Those are nice. Good choice. Man. All right, nice. thanks, Quincy. Hang on, we'll get some info so we can get that to you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. There's some birth strikers oh, pledging no. not to have kids <laughs> because, as you know, we're in a climate crisis, and uh, fortunately, uh, they're going they're doing something about it. Okay, not procreating. Thank you. Uh, yes, On behalf thank of you. all of society, thank you for not procreating. A group of people who call themselves birth strikers <laughs> um, are pledging not to have children in order to save the earth. <laughs> birth strike appears to be a small group. There's no more than 330 people mm-hmm. so far. But the group's members say the trend is growing and that at least 80% of their membership is female. One member, a musician, told CNN that the purpose of birth strike is to prevent an ecological Armageddon by voluntarily reducing the global population, but also to protect a future generation of humans from having to endure the after effects of that same ecological Armageddon, including harsher weather and food insecurity so these sound like uh, disciples of uh you know those two chicks that like rub the air and sit and right. talk to the yeah. trees and stuff right yeah because they said yeah. don't have kids you you're doing a huge disservice to the earth by having children and, but that's you know. true see mm-hmm. and, and then except for she gave birth what a hypocrite right because it's for that the, that's true woman mm-hmm. is the daughter mm-hmm. of the woman who said don't have children Birth strikers have decided they can't bring children into a world where scientists predict climate change will bring bigger wildfires, <laughs> more droughts, and food shortages for millions of people. Uh, guess what? They've been predicting that for 50 years. And they've been wrong every single time. But the group claims climate change, which is happening at a nearly negligible rate, is responsible for everything from sea level rise to war when climate change gets worse it multiplies other things it's like dominoes that are falling (laughs) it goes beyond sea level rise and storms it affects food production yeah it's increased food production idiot warmer weather helps produce food why do they put plants inside a greenhouse so they'll grow jeez (laughs) all right news for you if it snows continually uh, there's not going to be any food. Thank you. This reminds me of the ABC. Uh, I think Rush talked about this yesterday. ABC had this teaser promo for climate change that they were trying to scare people with back in 2008. Hmm. And look how wrong this thing was. Um, take a look at this. ABC. This is, for, again, from 2008. Oh, boy. Try to scare people. Rome fell. And there's the Colosseum. The Mayan civilization disappeared. (laughs) Then they show a uh, Mexican uh, pyramid. Easter Island collapsed. Are we next? Oh boy, you see the pollution over New York. New York is abandoned. Mm -hmm. I picture some explorer 
coming to Manhattan saying, mm, yeah. those ignorant people, how on earth could they have ever expected to, to oh. survive? Survive. Earth 2100. We're at a crossroads. We're running out of oil. We're running out of water. We're running no, out of atmosphere. We're really not. The whole planet. Not running out of any of that, fact is. We have a chance to get it right. Mm. We have a chance to move in the right direction now. Mm -hmm. I don't think that window of opportunity is going to be open very long. One can hope that suddenly society will realize that it's on a doomsday path and change very rapidly. Help us send a wake-up call to the Earth. Send us your vision of the future. Here's their vision of the future. It's June 8th, 2015. Okay. One carton of milk is $12.99. Gas has reached <laughs> over $9 a gallon. Gas is over $9 a gallon. I'm scared as hell right now, but I have to get this out. If okay. we continue on the business as usual trajectory, mm -hmm. there will be a tipping point that we cannot avert. John Holder, we will indeed what an drive idiot. the car over the cliff. A moron. All right, well, there's their vision of the future. <laughs> 2015, $13 for a gallon of milk and $9 a gallon gas. I mean, mm. it's almost that price for organic. So close. Almond milk. So close. <laughs> but seriously. That's laced with gold. Yeah, a gold leaf uh, all over the carton. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it might be 13 I'm bucks so a gallon. Sc I'm scared as hell. Uh, but I got to get this out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what join a brave us, person. Join us for our vision of the future. Elect Barack Obama. That, that's what that was. That was a and they did. Piece. Yep. And fortunately, we averted all that disaster because of Barack. Uh, <laughs> that's right. The seas. Yeah. Right. The seas went right? down. The sea level changed and, and stuff. Yeah, we healed the earth, mm -hmm. healed the planet. By the way, this is kind of interesting. Uh, last year, I complained uh, boisterously multiple times. About the fact that um, who was it that was nominated for the for the Radio Hall of Fame, and Glenn wasn't. Um, look at look at some of the entries from last year, twenty eighteen. Yeah, Let's see nominees. Just some the of the inductees. Uh, inductees. Okay. Yeah, let's look at the inductees. <clears throat> now, one of them was Mark Levin, I believe. Okay, which we all thought. Okay, yep, that makes sense. Mm, let's see here. Okay, Mark Levin. Uh huh. Um, Kid Kelly. Okay, come on. Uh, I mean that's okay, but without I mean, you're you're putting Kid Kelly in there, but not going okay, back. Okay, so those two were inducted by public vote. All right. The inductees mm -hmm. by the industry panel were mm -hmm. Jonathan Brandmeyer. Yeah. Okay. Deserving Chicago legend. Okay. Really good. Mm -hmm. Jim Kerr. Jim Kerr. Uh, he's Rock and Roll Morning Show Q one hundred four point three New York. Of course. All right. Uh, Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike. They're not even ESPN together anymore. Uh, Doctor Laura. Doctor, jeez, okay. Uh, let's see, mm. Nancy Donnellan. Oh yeah, the, the oh, sports the fabulous, babe. fabulous sports oh, babe. Right. Okay. So <laughs> finally, maybe because we, you know, complained about it. No way. What? Glenn Beck. All right. Has been nominated for the Radio Hall of Fame. Cool. How about that? You think he's gonna? Think they're gonna put him through? Uh yeah, they have to. Right? They have to. Active network works. syndication, 10 years or more. Mm -hmm. George Norrie, cool. coast to coast. He's big. He's good. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's, I mean, everybody thought after Art Bell left that that program was going to collapse. Yeah. Norrie. Actually, George Norrie. He has picked up the mantle and run with Increased the audience size yeah. of that show. He's really good. So, George Norrie, Glenn Beck of the Glenn Beck program. 
Uh, John Tesh. Teshi. <laughs> Intelligence for your life. Wow, he's been doing that for 10 years. John Tesh. He's a super nice guy, too. He's a great guy. He yeah. really is. Good guy. Uh, Kim Commando from the Kim Commando show. She's mm. nominated. Whatever. All right. Um, let's see. Nominees to be voted on by listeners. Hollywood Hamilton for the music <laughs> format on-air personality. Uh-huh. Lon Helton, I'm not familiar with. Mark and Brian, uh, absolute legends. And one of my favorite, uh, p- perhaps my favorite radio team of all time. Mark and Brian from uh, Los Angeles. They're not together anymore. But in fact, they wound up, I think, disliking each other, which is amazing. Oh, that's kind of like you and, me. you and me. You know, we're just... right. At each other's throats, like as soon as like that mic is off, man. Yeah, I can't look at you. Mm-hmm. I can't stand you. We're just throwing you. things at each other. Yep, we just uh, put on a happy face for the camera, Pat. Ryan Seacrest. I think he belongs, right? Yeah, absolutely. I would think so. Spoken word on-air personality: Joe Madison sucks. <laughs> uh, Scott Slade. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's, he's in. Uh, he's news guy in uh, WSB Atlanta. Okay, yeah, I grew up listening to him. He's been All there right. forever. Belongs, you think? Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Uh, Stephanie Miller. I don't. Think I know? And oh, she's a liberal. Susan Ugh. Waldman. I also I don't think. I, oh, Stephanie Miller. Yeah, the liberal. No, she doesn't belong. No, get out of here. Stop I, it. I don't know who that other one was. Long-standing local or regional personalities: Bob Rivers in Seattle. Absolutely, that's a great one. So is Charles Lacadera in Boston. Harry Harrison, not that familiar with in New York, and Jack Harris from Tampa. Absolutely, absolutely belongs. Um. Then you got Angie Martinez in New York. Kevin and Bean, Preston and Steve, Sarah and Vinny. Some of those I, I, I'm not familiar with. Um, long-standing network syndication, 20 years or more. Jim Rome. Uh-huh. Sure. Epic. <laughs> rack it. <laughs> no, rack him. <laughs> uh, Robert Siegel, all things considered. That's NPR. Uh, I, I don't listen to Robert Siegel, but he'll probably get in. Great. Sid Mark, The Sounds of Sinatra. Uh, I can't get enough of the sounds of Sinatra. Can you? <laughs> right. I can't get enough. So that's pretty interesting. Finally, uh, Glenn has been nominated, and then I think listeners vote on that one. Cool. So uh, get online and, and vote for that one. Come on, clones. <laughs> get your vote in. Sorry. 888 <laughs> uh, Let's see. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has announced that Canada will ban single-use plastics as early as 2021. Come on. Science-based review will determine what items are included in the ban, but water bottles, plastic bags, and straws are some of the items that are up for debate. Um, Water bottles? You're going to ban plastic water bottles? What are you going to drink water out of? Are you for real, Canada? What are you going to do? Fast food containers, uh, cotton swabs, drink stirrers. I don't think we need that, do we? Because you got spoons, right? <laughs> you use a, I don't know, something exotic called a spoon. Mm-hmm. Balloon sticks could be banned, according to the CBC. Wow. But, I mean, you know, on the plastic bottle thing, hmm. maybe he's right about that because... What? what? You for uh, real? Have you ever seen what happens when you leave a plastic water bottle in a car unattended in the hot sun? Oh, no. Is there a special report on this? We got a video. Yes. Of this? Oh, here uh, we go. Check this out. Okay. Let's Here's what happens. hot outside, the most unexpected things can become a fire hazard. Mm-hmm. Ashley showing us something you may never have thought would be dangerous. 
I have several of them on me at any given time in my purse, in my hand, but a water bottle left in a car in the heat, that can be a problem. Oh no. Happened to notice some smoke out of the corner of my eye. And in Idaho, this worker at an energy company saw smoke around his center console. Looked over and noticed that uh, light was being refracted through a water bottle and was uh, starting to catch the seat on fire. It's wild to think about. <laughs> Burn those two spots in the seat right there. The water bottle no acts way. like a Come magnifying on. glass for the sunlight, making the rays and the heat more intense. Water bottle was set exactly like that. Uh, light was just shining through the driver's side window. And now firefighters <laughs> have a warning for everyone. Although the risk is low, uh -huh. extreme heat from a water bottle can cause a fire and combustion. So best if you take your water bottle with you when you get out of the car. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin Trudeau just looking out for Canadians. Of course, it doesn't even get warm enough up there. <clears throat> Oh, that's cause anyway. probably true. <laughs> but but I it's love this. True. It's like disclose.tv had this story that I found. And uh, or I think somebody might have sent it to me on Twitter, which I always appreciate, at Keith Malinak. But the stock image that they send along with this story show this picture. burning like crazy. <laughs> Look at this thing on the Blaze TV right now. Which, by the way, didn't happen. <laughs> it never happened. But it's like, wow. Uh, we should put that to the test and put a, a water bottle out on uh, your car in seat. Jeffy's car uh, seat. In Jeffy's front seat. <laughs> we can do that. And just see if we can burn it down. I'm really, I'm really upset with my vehicle right now. So, yeah, let's do mine. All mm -hmm. right. And then walk away. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where the Steve forty two tweets. I believe that some U.S. Americans don't know kilometers because, like, there's no way to tell. It's <laughs> exactly go, right, see? Steve. It's exactly right. The old razzle zazzle. <laughs> Here we go. A large mass on the moon. Uh, I would ask if Jeffy has been there, but we all know there's not a rocket in the world big enough to lift him from Earth's gravitational pull. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> yep. So he's so he's clear. We, yeah. we cleared yeah. Jeffy's name just it's based on it's not evidence. Him. It's not the large mass. No, he's not the one. <laughs> Chipotle franchisee. Chipotle. Uh, there is a simple conversion from metric to American. You just double it and add ten. Is that right? So if you have a metric six pack. <laughs> Double it to 12 and add 10. So now you have 22 beers in America. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if there is a I know there's a trick. Remember, somebody taught us a trick to do metric. They did. And I, it was something like but that. But I forgot it. It was something like double it and I add 10 or, or double it and subtract mm -hmm. two or I, I don't know, something like that. And it's not exactly correct, but it's really close. Really close, yeah. People will tweet it, at Pat Unleashed. Let us know. By the way, there are a lot of us that are in pretty continual pain. It just, you know, it's a fact of life. And especially as you age, you know, and there's just a, there's a lot of inflammation in us for some reason. <laughs> and uh, you try everything you possibly can. Some, some of us spend like an average of $2,000 a year combating that pain. And then eventually you just give up. You don't need to do that. It, it doesn't need to get to that level. Try Relief Factor. It works on inflammation. Yes, it does. To reduce your pain. It's 100% drug-free. It was created by doctors, and they have this great three-week quick start for just $19.95. It's like a dollar a day. 
Now, 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start go back and order more because it worked for them. If it doesn't work for you after three weeks, it's not going to. So just discontinue. If it does work, then you've, you know, you've found something that's going to help change your life. Mm-hmm. Get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start, just $19.95. If you're in pain, what do you have to lose? If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, Keith is telling me that there is some kind of uh, amazing thing that happened to this tree in our Dallas storm the other day. Oh, yeah, we had the uh, storm that was you know, felt like Armageddon in some parts of the city on Sunday Which afternoon. It's weird because it came and went so quickly. So quick. Um, and it was beautiful before and after, and then just really crazy for a few minutes uh, during the storm. And it's it just, so strange just watching on the radar, just due south, right down I-35 from Oklahoma, and it just passed. And uh but when it when it hit, um, this guy had uh, I guess on these Teslas you have this. If you look right here on Blaze TV, Pat, mm-hmm. um, it's already lost half of its limbs, right? It's Jeez, just, look at that! Yeah, so the limb the limb falls off this giant limb, and then then the wind really picks up, and look this what started out to be wow. a healthy, large, happy little tree turned into when all the dust settles. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's left. Just just bare limbs. If anything, wow, and uh, it's just—it's so sad. Look at this. Look at when it—it just okay. So anyway, sad. Wow. It it took it took it. It just took the tree and stripped it bare. That looked like a hurricane. Mm -hmm. It literally looked like a hurricane. It was so intense, man. Wow, that's nuts. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, in Utah, there was a little incident. That was a big incident. They're making a a pretty big deal out of it. Uh, uh, Utah boy was um was playing in his yard and a police officer was investigating a crime and pulled his gun on the 10 year old now obviously this is being made out by black lives matter and um the NAACP to be some big racist incident because it's a white cop and a black kid um, but here's the report. Watch the report on this uh, incident in Utah in Woods Cross. A 10-year-old boy mistaken by a police officer as a wanted suspect held at gunpoint in his own front yard. The Woods Cross Police Department saying the officer did nothing wrong, but the boy's mother is demanding action. That's right, Emily. The child's mother, along with Black Lives Matter, the NAACP, and women for Mormon women for an ethical government are all calling for an independent <laughs> okay. investigation like tonight. Group. And an attorney here at Christensen and Jensen is also giving the mother... Put that up, for a second. Insight. Mormon women for an ethical government are involved in this. Because what, what is your deal in this thing? <laughs> because generally what? speaking, Mormon women don't want an ethical government. Right. But there's but a, this, there's a, there's subgroup. a <laughs> small group of Mormon women who do want ethical and government. And they found them for this good. story. Okay, good. <laughs> Phew. An officer had a pistol pointed okay, at his Okay, pause this for a second. Can you just with- pause it? There's the 10-year-old right there. Right there. It's a built young man. Right like there. That kid does not look 10 years old. You are correct. Uh, I would have never guessed in 10 million years that that kid is 10 years old. I mean, I, he, he's, he pulls up, 
doesn't know what's going on. He's been called to an area where obviously uh, there's a suspect crime involved. Just happened. A crime happened. He thinks, okay, maybe this is the suspect. And he, just for safety, pulls his weapon, has it at the 45-degree angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't put it to his head, didn't beat the kid, didn't shoot him, but he pulled his weapon. And he had it, yeah, it, it makes it, thank you for making this clear, he never aimed it at the kid. As far he as I had know, it he pulled did out, not. And I think we yeah. watched a different uh, video that explained this, um, mm-hmm. where he had his pistol drawn, and when the kid got down, then it was aimed at him for just a nanosecond while the officer was... Already in position. Does that was make sense? making sure, yes. And and the, the officer is just sorting out, not mm-hmm. knowing what he's coming into, what's going on, who this guy is. This does not look like a 10-year-old boy to me. I, I don't know. No. I mean, he looks pretty mature here, yeah. doesn't he? He sure does. Sheesh. Yeah, when I was watching the video, I was thinking, wait, so is everyone coming into the courtroom? Are we waiting for the boy to come in? There he was. There he was. Hmm. All right, let's see the rest of this. So pointed at I mean, his no head. Way and was telling him, you need to put your hands up in the air. Oh no, not his hands in the air. The officer, one of many searching for armed and dangerous suspects described Mm. as two Polynesian males. According to Woods Cross Police, the officer spotted DJ playing in the front yard. A police spokesperson says the officer mistook DJ for one of the suspects. He pulled up the gun. At my head. That While kid's Rufus 10. believes the officer mm. was prejudiced he looks like against a man. her son because he is black, she does not no. want him fired. Oh, no. Black Lives Matter Utah feels mm. differently. They're calling for the officer to be fired Of course. What a stunning DJ's surprise. All right, I've seen it's it now. Black Lives That's Matter a- is calling for him to be fired. What a stunning surprise. I, that is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Let's see the video of this, too. You know, like like the right. officers. Does, did he have a body, body cam, cam on him? Do we know that? And we might change our uh, opinion. Maybe, yeah, you know? maybe. Let's see it. But I, I, we're always quick to jump all over these officers. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? Okay, there's been a crime. He's looking for suspects. He doesn't know what he's getting into. That kid doesn't look ten years old. I don't. I don't care who you are. That's not. That doesn't look like a ten year old kid. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, so, but of course, every everybody knows better than the officer, right? Yep. BlazeTV.com slash Pat if you'd like to see for yourself. All right. <clears throat> and thank, thankfully, there there are some Mormon women for ethical government, though. I didn't realize that. I'm glad that there you are. Know, I'm married to a Mormon woman, and she hates ethical government. Uh-huh. <laughs> hates I've it. Said. Yeah, she wants completely unethical people in every position in government. It's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. I'm gonna strange. I'm gonna ask her why when I get home today. I want to hear the answer. <laughs> well, I'll report back <laughs> okay. uh, tomorrow. We'll find out.